Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Jacob, what are we talking about today, bro? Uh, we're going to be talking about Young Gravy. It's album Sensational. Gravy! Uh, we'll also be talking about Skepta's album. Quick Mats. Everyday Man's on a Block. Ooh, Block Trees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about both of them. Uh, let's talk about some news before we get into that. Let's do it. So Drake announces he's in album mode. Yeah, he posted about 600 selfies today, all professionally shot by uh, by a photographer. S- a selfie? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, no, he posted... But it's not really a selfie. But it's but pictures he, of himself. Did you see all the... I mean, he's come out with like 10 or 12 pictures, all with the same caption on them that says album mode, and then um, tagging the photographer in them. He's on the beach in one. He's on. He's in the infinity pool in another. Very kind of like Instagram thought. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with so you. So he's like an influencer now. Uh, I mean Drake's always been an influencer just with the amount of. Uh, sorry guys, I thought I couldn't get calls with the airplane mode on, but I guess if he has an iPhone, I can. That's right. Oh huh? uh, yeah. Sorry, but back to it. Yeah. So Drake has a. Uh, he's been putting out a bunch of selfies. I mean, he came out with two songs, Omerta and what was the name of that? Money in the Bank? Yeah, uh, Money in My Grave. With, Money in My with Grave. Rose. Oh. With Rose. Uh, would you, while we're on the topic of Drake, what did you think of those two songs? I liked them both a lot. Rick Ross, we talked about it. You said it was almost hard to even remember what Rick Ross was talking about because right. it was just so smooth. Right. The I, I, I was listening to him before I came here. I pretty much had him off, on and off. Since they yeah. since they dropped after the Raptors won, shout out to the Raptors, congrats to them, uh, beating the Golden State Warriors, thank God. Uh, but for uh, for Omerta, what I what people don't know, Omerta means uh, silence. It's like a, a vow of silence. Apparently, it's in like an Italian mob thing, which makes sense. Oh, more culture for Drake to Drake. appropriate. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then. Money in the Grave was more so just a he's lot just of mad. Like, he's just mad he didn't appropriate like white country music. Right. Like Lil Nas X did. No, but what, you know what's funny about him naming it Omerta? I thought about this was, you know, the whole the whole song towards the end is about how Pusha T couldn't keep his mouth shut and used information I get that he shouldn't have. No. So it was still kind of him jabbing at Pusha T, so maybe Pusha T replies. I still, wait, maybe. I still want to, I want to know why Drake never addressed that the news came from 40 and not from Kanye. Because that's where... Did it really... Is that Pusha verified? T, Pusha T said afterwards that it came from 40. I bet 40 was just like having a conversation with Pusha T, though. May, I don't... That that can be... That can be manipulated into like, oh, Drake's best friend slash the producer who made him betrayed him. Yeah. Which makes sense why Pusha T would want to put out that narrative. When in reality, we all know that they hang out. You know, good music and OVO, I'm sure they, they hang out with each other in some capacity. Yeah. So it could have just well, been I mean, taken out of context. And to be fair, Pusha T's been poking at Drake yeah. for a long since, time. Since Exodus 2014. Yeah. yeah. Since 2014. So maybe we get a response from Pusha T. I'd like to hear it. You know, just another quick few smacks. Another Drake tidbit. He ties the Beatles for the second most Billboard Hot 100 singles yeah, ever. God damn. Drake's so. on a hell of a run. It's been over a decade. And yeah. he's been in he's been involved in hip hop in some sort of capacity for over a decade. He beat out Lil Wayne, who I didn't think anybody would beat Lil Wayne's run as, no, as not King. A, not at that point. No, no. And and we say that because pretty much we grew up in that era, the young Yeah, Money Now era. it doesn't seem as shocking, but back then if you'd have said Drake'll yeah. surpass Lil yeah, Wayne, what? we would have said you're crazy. Like Lil Wayne never falling off, but you know yeah. label issues 
have a lot to do with that too. But shout out to Drake. I'm excited for a new album and dude, from him. There's stupid numbers everywhere. Yeah, and and oh, one more thing about Drake. I went back and uh, listened to Views one night. I was in my cup. It's got its. I was sentimental. It was the perf. I was playing 2K. Since it, uh, shout out to PlayStation, had it on sale for three dollars. I was that, feeling sentimental, drunk, and I was playing 2K. Have you and noticed? I played it all the way through, no skips, dude. Still yeah. love it. Still it's fucking got its love times. It. Still fucking. Have you love noticed it. that like anything like sub five dollars now as an adult is almost like that's free. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even look at it. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that's free. <laughs> like when I get my emailed receipts from Apple, you're you're. you're oh yeah. You're, okay. you're like what? Didn't I just do this yesterday? Yep. Delete. You have no idea. You, there's too much. There's too many bigger bills to worry about yeah. now. I played this for you before we started. Uh, yes. YBN Corday and Chance the Rapper put out a song. Pretty low key. It's not a. It's not a single. So if you're looking for like, I'm the one sounding, Chance and Kung Fu sounding Corday, you're not gonna find it. Real low key. We were impressed. I think mostly by the singing right. that Corday had on the hook. I haven't had much time to listen to it. Jake just kind of showed it to me real quick and. Very boom bap. Yeah, like very boom bap. Relaxed. Uh, Chance kind of sounded more like Chance from Acid Rap, I would say, in in his delivery. Not necessarily in what he's saying, because like I said, I didn't get much of a chance to listen to it. But I don't know. He he reminded me more so of, of an older Chance than Coloring Book. Which is a good thing. Yes. So some news yesterday, uh, being Tuesday, was the anniversary of X's death. Rest in peace to X. Yes, sir. There was a documentary announced and apparently a trailer. Did you put see up the trailer? Instagram. I have not watched the trailer yet. It's there's an interview with X, and in the interview, he says that he's going to tell this story one time and never yeah, again. I, I'm reading that quote. It says this, this is his quote. It says this is a story. This is a full story, and yeah. this is the last time I will tell it. Yeah, it's his full story. And so you know, as big big X fans as we are, and also X's impact on. Uh, younger generation than even ours, I would say. Yeah, I, mean, I we, think this is a very big deal. It is a big deal. We need to give a little credit to Lil Peep to rest in peace because he also was pushing this subgenre of music. X's sound was a little more aggressive, where Lil Peep's was a little less. His was toned more down, like goth but it was still emo. that emo rock <laughs> penetrating into the hip hop scene. Sure. So I think both of them deserve deserve credit for that. And, and not only that, you know, they they were both extremely complicated people that that battled their demons. And regardless of what people want to say when somebody dies and and of the legacy they leave behind, it's still important to remember that everybody has skeletons in their closet. You know, nobody yes. nobody has shit. Nobody's perfect. So. Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk about X a little more in the good note. But yeah. while we're talking about X, I sent this to you. I don't know if you got a chance to listen. Uh, but there's a producer that I ran across on YouTube just listening to some yeah. instrumentals. His name is Mayday Made It. Talked to him on Instagram. We told him we were going to talk about it a little bit. He made this beat tape called Flesh. It's on YouTube. We're going to put all the info to find it in the link. Uh, but he did this uh, thing called Flesh. It's a little beat tape. This is the intro. And it looks like the Skins yeah, album. It, it looks just like the Skins album. album. Yeah. For um, those of you guys who aren't. He kind of reworked. You remember the robot sound at the beginning? Right. Hello. You have come here in search of a familiar sound. A certain and he pretty much explains to mimic. what inspired him to make the album. He said that he made it for healing for other right. other X fans. And Ooh. he said some people may hate it and say that it's... I mean, and it does sound very similar to Skins. He takes the elements of every song and incorporates it into his own. Mm -hmm. 
So I see he kind of points it out like, yeah, somebody may criticize me for this, but I'm making it for other people who find it therapeutic. Have you listened to it all the way through? Yes. Can we can we play probably like well, your, one of your favorite ones? Because it's only about a minute, most of these. This one was, was pretty good. Okay. Which I'm, I'm sure he's okay with playing the full song. Sorry, guys. We actually snuck back into the recording. Yes, studio. we are. We are back in the re- recording studio. <laughs> Prematurely, <laughs> yeah. Construction is still going on outside the doors. Um, man, I don't know why Wi-Fi going so it's, slow. Yeah, it's okay. It's Maybe just... the con- the construction workers probably took my uh, my <laughs> yeah. Wi-Fi code. Yeah. Mayday made though. Shout out to Mayday made. Check them out on YouTube. Here we go. Some heavy ass guitar. So very um, the one with Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. Skip ahead a little bit. Um, Ghost was he he incorporated the reversed Jocelyn Flores. That's right. He he kind of incorporated the reversed Jocelyn Flores beat from Skins. So you'll be able to hear. Love that thing. Mm-hmm. And just kind of chopped it. Right. So here's a little bit further into the the track. We'll play one more off of it. I love I love anything that's kind of chopped and uh, reversed. But I reached out to him and I pretty much told him like, "Hey, this is super cool. I'm glad I found it." And I even said like, "I wish I would have found it earlier." Yeah. When the when like, skins was still newer. When, well, no, like, yeah, I mean, exactly. So, like, when people were still like really upset and people like yeah. X fans were healing. And I think this is a good time to still bring it up. You know, I love that. That one's my favorite so far. Yeah. Go through and listen to it. I mean, it's just as short as skins. Most of them, all the songs are under three minutes. Yeah. So check out Mayday Made It. We'll put all his. All his info in there. A little yeah, bit more thank news. You. Thank you for letting yes. us shout you out. Thank you for, for making that. Yeah. Young Thug off the hook for the felony gun case. Yeah, I saw that they don't have enough lack evidence. Lack of evidence. Yep. You've seen the, the little meme of uh, Young Thug flipping off the cops in his car? No. You've seen that? Let me see if I, well, my, my phone's on airplane mode. That's but right. I, I retweeted it on my Twitter, but it's just a, it's a selfie he took. What's the Twitter? You don't, is that your private one? No, what's the handle? The, was it on the Jacoby it, K? At the Jacoby K? Maybe. Yeah, yeah it, but it is. Okay. At the Jacoby K, check yeah. him out. Yeah, check it out. It's, there's no original content. <laughs> no. It's all reposts. Last bit of news before we jump into uh, Young Gravy. Lil Nas X announced his release date for Friday. So if that comes out, that will be a must review. Right, absolutely. That'll be out. Well, would we put it out the same same week, you think? Same we that, we'll put that one out as on the fast hour? as we can. Well, if we, we're not going to say when we're going to do it, but yeah, if, I mean, if it it, drops, it'll come it'll out as quickly. Soon, guys. It will be released as, as quickly as we can after yeah. recording. Yeah. Um, so he's got some big stuff going on. I know he got nominated for a bunch of stuff for the Teen now, Choice Now, you remember Awards. what I said. I do. Now, you remember when yeah. I hit Wonder. Yeah. We'll see. That song, Panini, will be on the radio, I'm telling you. Okay. Um, but he got nominated for a bunch of Teen Choice Awards. Him and Billy Ray Cyrus are playing at the BET Awards. It'll be their first live performance together, televised. Okay. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. All of America will get it. Yeah. All the old folk. I'm gonna take my horse. Yeah, this is like six year olds. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. What's he doing on the Blake channel? <laughs> oh, God. That's All what right. the fuck they So before saying. we get into Young Gravy, what you know? Guys, 
Fun fact for you. Uh, you go first, Jake, because I forgot mine. <coughs> That's a major key. Uh, there are approximately 100 million sex acts complete, completed every day. Wait, that's coming? I, I don't... I, to completion. How many guys are getting blue balls out of that number? Well, the state, the, the statistic said 100 million sex acts are completed each day. Wow. So, I don't know what their definition Let's is. Let's hope that's all consistent. Completed was spelled with a U, though, so... Ooh, come. Yeah, fire. Yo. I mean, that was... Quick on the feet there. Ooh. That wasn't even in the notes. Um, <laughs> no, but then when I started thinking about it, this is serious. This like no all jokes aside. At this mm-hmm. point, I was thinking about it like this is worldwide. This is a worldwide statistic. Right. What's the percentage that's non-consensual? That's what I'm saying. We and we're not going to get there. We're not. Gonna no. be, we're not never going to know. But it's I want. I want to pray that all of that is consensual. Maybe not all of it, but most of it. What's when I see that's what I was thinking at first. I was like, I hope this is. I hope this is well. If it's sex, twenty five percent. If least. it's sex acts, I want to say that sex act and rape is totally different. Sexual so, assault, yeah, I think yeah. I think sexual assault and sexual acts totally different. So I would like to think that these are all consensual adults having a great time. All two hundred million. Yeah, I'd want to see how they made this data, but I was thinking yeah. about like, there's a huge percentage of that that's probably not right. Yeah. Right. Also, for my fun fact. The uh, Arabic word for one is wahad, and we're going to learn how to count one through ten in Arabic throughout the week, guys. Okay. Stay tuned. All right. What's two? That you'll find out next week. Next week. <laughs> All right. Y'all don't be using Google Translate. Not a don't worry, guys. All that's, my teachers. That's do you notice how all like foreign language teachers told you don't use Google tra- Translate? Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah, and then you use it and for your papers. It's fucking right. They just like, said wow. that. They just said that so you wouldn't. Use it for papers. Yeah. Chupa mi pinto. Dejos. <laughs> That's right. I didn't need Google uh, Translate for that one. <laughs> oh, God. So let's talk about Young Gravy. Let's do it. A little it. bit. Gravy. I had never really heard of this man until I saw it pop up on my new iTunes. Did you like remember the Snow Tiger uh, EP that came out last year? No. I saw it in the new releases. I listened to it. It didn't really register to me as anything like... Superb, and I never really went back to it. But then this came out, and I thought it was like a new artist. But then I saw the cover for that Snow Tiger, and I was like, Oh, oh Snow Cougar! Snow, Snow, Snow Cougar! Cougar. Damn, he's you. been doing stuff since 2016. Yeah, was Snow Cougar? Um, when was that one? 2018, 2018, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember when that one came out. And uh, what I would say about Young Gravy to give you guys like a just an introduction to him. Is uh, he's what 19 years old? Mm-hmm. He's a young kid, so 19. He uh, I want to say he's he started out. This is almost a bit like a meme rap. It has a bit of a meme rap tendencies, like like songs like Gravy for Pope. The Butter intro Butter. when you hear yeah when you hear the first two songs. I first of all I was on the floor laughing from Gravy for Pope, and I kept he's screaming hilarious. that shit. Yeah, yeah. I will say sometimes the shtick wears thin a little bit. Yeah, but. Uh, I, there are. I could definitely listen to it for a couple of songs. Not to mention the the production on this is, is wild. It's not only is it wild. It's also like, how are you doing a song with Puya, and it sounds good. Yeah. You know, like Puya guys. He's for those of you who don't know. He's more so with uh, Suicide Boys sort of a sort of scene of music, and uh, incredibly talented. And the boys are back in town is definitely my favorite song off off of this one. Okay. By far. Uh, everybody on there has a lot of chemistry. The beat is really nocturnal and that classic, just southern 
like three six mafia esque sound. Yeah. Really heavy. I loved it. Also, I'm pretty sure they're all fucking his mom, and he made that joke, and that's also pr- <laughs> that makes it even funnier. Like all his friends are banging his mom. I kind of got that. That's, gist what, that was it. the Stacy's mom line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm pretty sure all his friends are banging his mom, and the and the songs the boys are back in town. He reminds me like if you combine like riffraff with like a little little dicky humor, and you remember um, what's Mickey Avalon? He did the my dig. Yes, large like the charges. You know I would saying? say riffraff the most. Yes. First of all, the but he can album stay on beat. Cover. Yeah, yeah. But well, riffraff really like sonically in the beginning was not really talented. It was kind of like Lil B where yeah. you listen to it because it was funny to say you like Riff Raff. But uh, for this one, the album art for this and Riff Raff's debut, I would say the color scheme is kind of similar. It looks like something that he would do. Uh, maybe done in a bit more of a hipster kind of internet twist on it, particularly yeah, with like so. the 70s, 70s uh, outfits and then the disco ball in the back. With the cougar still there, so I I love the album cover, which is important to me, especially yes. with certain albums. But that was look what made what remind me of really Riff look at it. So he's holding yeah. an egg beater, right? Like he's using it like a gun almost. Right. He's got the cord all wrapped, it's like falling down. He's wearing what is the lamp from Aladdin? It has a name. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called. It's that's what oh, he's that's what, what that's what he's about. got. His what he's wearing as a chain. Oh, but I, I it has a name, oh, not right, just right. lamp. But the they lamp that you rub, the, the genie comes out. Yeah, they called it. The I mean, genie it has a cultural lamp. name. Yeah, maybe, dude. But I'm the, I'm Arabic. I'll give you a pass. Okay. Genie lamp. Okay. Yeah, it's just a wild. He he looks like Robin Thicke in Riff Raff's Child. <laughs> Blood That's so fucked. You want me? It's what he looks like. And he's more talented than both of them. True. What? So. When I first heard when I when I heard the first song, the first impression I had was, of course I enjoyed it because it was funny. But I was worried. I was like, oh no, are we gonna get a whole album of this? Because I can't. I don't know if I could really handle it. But then you've got, again, Boys Are Back in Town breaks up the the. Well, Charlene does. Charlene too. is so fucking good. The it has the gravy. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll play a little. Let's bit. just play a smidge of it. I just want to hear the gravy gotcha. part. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. First of all, that's what I'm talking about. The beat. So he gets a little, a little less jokey joke right. and kind of okay. I, I could make still, serious music if I wanted to. But it's kind of like a joke. Even it is the whole time. This album is is not taking itself too seriously, which can be. Uh, a bit of a turnoff for people that don't that do take their music seriously or prefer hip hop that's a bit more serious. But overall, that the, the Charlene song had probably my favorite line of the whole album. What was that? That's the one where he's saying, uh, "Playing Al Green now, I'm Al Gravy." Oh yeah, <laughs> love that. The the song ET. If play f- play that f- one. F- Fire. That's that one is really fucking good. That okay, so pause it right there. So that that beginning snippet immediately reminds me of something either off of like a members only mixtape or something that I could would have heard on the new injury reserve album. Yeah. Just that snippet right there. The way he mixed it, the way he drops the vocals towards the end, it reminded me of something 
that that you would hear in a lot of uh, industrial hip hop in particular. Yeah, he's whoever's producing is doing a fantastic job. We'll play a little bit more of that. Ray gun like his halo. Yo bitch pussy dirty. I can't hear that. Don't go drain up. So, I mean, he's got great... Yeah, it is kind of... Um, great production. Yes. Um, Alley Oop with Lil Baby was another big one. Uh, Lil Baby had a pretty good good track, on, or a pretty good verse on that. And when I saw it, I was like, mm, and I don't know much about Young Gravy. Mm-hmm. But I'm reading through the only feature on here that I had heard of was Puya. And I was like, okay. I was like, but... Baby? Right. I think that's just a, a paid feature that's phoned in. And it, the Puya one? No, no, no. The, oh, talking about the little baby. Oh, okay. I was worried that it would be one. phoned in sounding, right, but it didn't right, right. sound phoned in at all. They had pretty good chemistry okay. on that track. It was a little short though. It was well. It was two thirty-two. Yeah, the song's two thirty-two, but you each get a minute and yeah. put out like a, a semi. I think the little baby verse was phoned in. I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of, I would stick with what you're saying because it's too short. It's kind of, it's almost kind of buried in the beat. Like I didn't really feel like. Is, Baby had much of a presence on Look there. and see if, if Baby is signed to uh, he's signed Republic Records. So, oh, he's, he's, he's signed to QC. QC. Okay. Because yeah. uh, Gravy is signed to Republic Records. No, nah, he's so. signed to QC. Okay. Yeah. But he, I was impressed with the amount of features he's had on here. But BBNO dollar sign, I'm not saying that. Uh, I don't know how to say that. But yeah. they did, they've done a song together. Uh, that track, Whip a Tesla, was pretty good too. Yeah, I, made, so I've heard two Tesla songs this month. Yeah, you said it's the new hip hop <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, it's the new hip hop car, and also Jaden Smith started that. Yeah. By the way, he's the one who put the Teslas in the music videos that he had put out on YouTube, and I think, and also Tyler driving the Tesla in the yeah. Batman video kind of helped out. So, I guess Tesla's the new hip hop car. Yep, it's looking that way. It's looking that way. It's a. It was a, it was a, it was a good, it was a catchy hook too for yeah, it was. Tesla. and it was a good, good, it was a good concept too. Like it, it's all technology. He was saying, I can't say the artificial intelligence name because she'll listen. Yeah, big A. Have, yeah, big A. Big A. Uh, he's asking the artificial intelligence, right. how many bitches can we fit inside the Tesla? Yeah, and he, his voice, like I said. For 13 songs in a in a row, guys, I gotta admit it was a little bit grating on my nerves. Like it got yeah, you had to be in the mood to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I got tired towards the end. And it's like after you work a 10 hour shift, do you want to listen to Young Gravy? Probably not. But if I'm on the weekend, I don't got shit to do. Well, I'm with you. We're going to Asheville. I'm throwing this shit on, and we're gonna have a blast. Like the first four tracks, I was like, re- I was like, okay, this is album of the year like i would not what? really album of the year but, but you i'm thinking like you, i would you feel it, it. yeah it. so i'm going yeah. through it and then it hit magic and it was kind of a low whip of tesla brought it back then he had the little interlude and i was like okay i'm kind of pissed off with the interlude yeah then gravy train what pissed you off about the interlude it just i mean i'll play a little bit of yeah. it it just it was just random it's a waste of a track it's a waste of a track okay gravy train was just all right to me. Then E.T. E.T. E. was fantastic. Alley-oop was good. Richard Simmons loved that yeah. track. Pizzazz was all right. I hated one thought, two thought, yeah, red that, thought, blue thought. That was pretty stupid. Hop on pop. Green eggs and ham. If it ended at Alley-oop, I wouldn't have been mad. I didn't dislike yeah. Richard Simmons, but if it, I mean, if, I guess if, if it ended at Richard Simmons, I'd be good. If I could have put, I would switch, switch Richard Simmons with Gravy Train or with Magic. And mm-hmm. if you stop there, I think it would have been awesome. But it's still really not too terribly long at 32 minutes. Yeah. But like you said, it is it is kind of grating. It's kind of like a little Dicky album. 
Except this I've listened to yeah, this Lil is Dicky better album. than Little Dicky this album because I've never like, listened to a Little Dicky listen, album all the way through. No, I have. I listened and enjoyed to, it. I, yeah, fair. But I listened to um, that first one he put out. Professional rapper or the one before that? Rapper, yeah. Um, professional rapper. But the main thing I would say about this one and the difference between Young Gravy and Little Dicky. Lil Dicky comes off as like a guy who's trying to get into movies and TV and is doing rap because it's the quickest venue to that. Yeah, that and I think that he doesn't really have the personality for like stand-up comedy. I, mm. I, don't, I don't know if maybe he's just not good at that. Maybe it's I, more so the writing. Like writing jokes for stand-up would maybe. be kind of hard. Whereas like his songs have the punchlines and Yeah, stuff. and he's very big component of using music videos with songs like mm-hmm. Earth, Earth was a big let one. Let Me Freak. Yeah, Let Me Freak. Uh, There's another uh, big save one. Save That Money. Yeah. What else? So the video themes are very... White crime. Yeah, are very instrumental in his yeah. in his music and how how well it does because what while he what he's saying is funny, if you watch the music video once, it's playing in your memory while you listen to it and not watching the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young Gravy, I would say, is better at... For one, he's not necessarily going for that jokey, jokey, har har. It's more so like an internet sort of humor where it's yeah. it's like memes and and uh, you know I'll fuck your bitch kind of thing. And then young and then also the production is a lot more my speed in particular. Yeah, and if he if he kind of gets bigger, I mean I know he signed to Republic, who's a pretty decent sized record label, but he may not have the budget for video. So maybe if this gets him bigger he may have the budget for video and can do a little more right like dicky where now you're incorporating some visuals with that audio that's also going to be memorable mm-hmm. like buttered up that would be a fucking crazy music video sure sure it's also uh, with juicy um, j juicy j killed that song too yeah i wrote in my notes i said for once juicy j feature that is not 100 percent trash i'm just not huge like i like I'm, a lot of his features what are you talking about wasted was shitty Trap. God, I hated Juicy J's feature on that song. And you know what? I'm not agreeing with you on that one. I like most of uh, Juicy J's. Juicy J has a lot of good mixtape features, too. Yeah, mixtape features. His mixtape features are kind of hard. Also, but like when I see a a song like this, it's just welcome. Yeah, when I see a Juicy J feature, you're not like, like, oh, God. Yeah, you're like, I'll skip it. And this is coming from the dude who used to listen to Chevy Woods, the lesser known Taylor Gang member. Shout out to Chevy Woods, though. He's yeah. not terrible. No, he's not terrible. Juicy J's not Did terrible. You, you shit on Chevy Woods a little bit there. You I didn't shit on Chevy Woods. Yeah. He just kind of fell off. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, sh- a, little bit of a shot. Pop, pop. I don't know. A little shot? You trying to get his beef with Taylor Gang, dude? No. Can you chill? I mean, we could take... We, well, I don't know. Depending we on... We could if, take Taylor Gang. No, we can't. Depending on how much weed Wiz Khalifa smoked, we may be able to take him. I know he's on that Muay Thai. Listen, But if he's CBD, tapped out on the couch... I will... T- if we're having a smoke challenge with Taylor Gang, put me in, coach. Put okay. me in. I'll, okay. sm- I'll smoke them all under the table. Allegedly. Doubt it. <laughs> oh, no problem. Bro, that man says he smokes an ounce a day. My guy, I'll smoke too. All right, all right. <laughs> so, top tracks... Uh, Gravy for Pope, Charlene, The Boys Are Back in Town, E.T., and Buttered Up. The, so I've got Gravy for Pope, Buttered Up, Charlene, um, E.T., Alley Oop, and Richard Simmons. Cool. Cool. I think that... This oh, is... A lot of these made my heavy rotation 2019. 
I would give this. Okay, so they, a lot of them made your rotation. So the yeah, a lot you, of them made it. What are you rotation. rating this album? Um, I believe it got a seven. Wow, pretty close. I'd give it yeah. a six. It got a seven point one six seven, so a seven. <laughs> Quick maths. Shout out to Jake's fantastic rating system. And this one, the the, the score matched my feelings for the most part. All right. Um, I mean, it has some high replay value. I wouldn't go and listen to an album all the way through. This is not like a, a good kid mad city where you can say no if i'm listening to this it's top to bottom yeah but i'll there's i mean a, a heavy amount of them made it to my heavy rotation list it's uh this is not something that i'm necessarily going to go back to but it's something that if it comes on i'm going to have a laugh remembering it and i'm going to be yeah. i'm not going to be mad that it came on you yeah. know uh overall though the things holding this album back the most are uh, you know the jokiness of the writing his delivery at times, to me, his voice can just, it's a little bit too just, uh, it, it can, sound like this. Yeah. And it can get like corny. This. Yeah. It, gets, it definitely gets corny. So the delivery is a, is a little ham-fisted, but I understand it matches the message that he's going for yeah. in the songs, too. So uh, the best things about this album, though, by far, are the production, the features, and the structures of the song. I wouldn't say any of these songs is like are like overtly just like, other than the other than the last track, but they're not like mixed terribly. They're very technically proficient. Yeah, and there's an it's, there's nothing like it's just repetitive over and over and over and over right. and over. It's so chopped up. Like the beat's gonna change. It's gonna use different instruments. The samples are really good. Yeah, so it's not boring. If if you're gonna sit there and listen, it, I wouldn't say it's boring at all. At, at no. any point, it the can get corny. The production is like a an eight. Yeah. The 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 content and the overall package is a six for me. Uh, Definitely above average, just not something that I can go back to because of maybe just a lack of switching up. And there's not really any any songs that are like, you know, really take a full break from being a right. joke. You know, So maybe I want to see more serious stuff from Young Gravy. But then again, he's also named Young Gravy, so probably not going to happen. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Kobe! Yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about some fashion. And Skepta. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back. All right, what you rocking, dude? What do you let, let's do your fit first? Because I know you you plugged it on on the G. Dude, I was able to cop a pair of the Yeezy Seven Hundred, the Vanta. It's a W. It's a big W. Uh, also, they didn't sell out at all. I think they they did sell out eventually, but they were available all day. Like it wasn't like on Yeezy Supply, so maybe they had more. Yeah. What. Well, to be fair, we've talked about it countless times. The Yeezy market is just is diluted now, and that's right. what Kanye wanted. He said that when he was with Nike. Yeah. He didn't want the shoes to be astronomical. Right. I did spend 320 I mean, yeah, that is high-end. I'm not saying that it's cheap. Oh, no, it's not. But he wanted he wanted the availability, the supply, to be higher yeah. because to meet the demand. All, yeah. Also, I would have liked to get the Tef... What was that one that dropped? There was another colorway that dropped uh, this month. Um... I forgot. It, oh, it was, the geodes. No, not the, well, geodes. the geodes. It dropped a while ago. 
Similar to the Geode, though. But uh, they put out a, a little lot bit lighter. Of it's called Tefra or something like that. Easy 700 Tefra, I believe. Hang on. Wade's going to kill me if I don't get this right. See, that's what I'm saying. He just. Tefra. Yeah. Tefra. So you had it right. It is the Tefra. Yeah, so if you look at these, I'll show you. Oh, I did them. see those. These are sick. Uh, also, would have wanted to get these, but what I will say, just after wearing the Yeezy 700 for about a week now, uh, first of all, it's an incredibly comfortable shoe. It's, pr I would say, it's even more comfortable the than the 350. The gum sole sets that off. Yeah, the gum sole's great on the. Uh, we're looking at the Tefers right now, which, by the way, these don't resell for a crazy amount because the retail is so high. I mean, this is stadium goods, so it's already overpriced, but they have the Tefers. At 370, and I and I wear a 13, and everybody who who looks at the resale market knows the size 13 is one of the most yeah. expensive nine times out of ten. Yeah, that is a nice looking shoe. Yeah, overall, I think the E700. What I love about it is it's low key. It's very. Yeah, that's why that was the, that was the biggest thing I said about it when you walked up. I was like, damn, those yeah. are. I mean, that's really low key. Right. Then they're sweet. Also, I have a really flat foot. And these make my foot look like like I have a human foot. Yeah. You know, it's kind of nice. I feel like I belong. Um, no, like those you can wear. Like I went to cookout one night in my statics, and a right. kid was like, "Are those oh. real?" Yeah, I did have you know a kid break his neck at one a total. One. You know what I said to him? What you said? They make fake Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> He's that kid was probably like, "Oh no, he got fake ones." That's all right. What I what I will say is, uh, uh I was at Total Wine, and this bag boy, uh, he. I was walking away about my dad Father's Day gift. Happy Father's Day, late Father's Day to all the dads out there. But uh, as I was walking away, I saw <laughs> he, he did a little neck break, and I was like, and I was like, validate the purchase. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but very comfortable shoe, ten out of ten. I'm wearing these heavy, so expect else, to see what me else in you're a lot. Uh, I got the khakis on. These are mailman khakis. You you know why? Because they're that super color. short. They're short yeah. in that color. Yeah. These are like, like those are park ranger shorts for sure, dude. I'm putting out fires in these shorts. Like Hakeem's getting mosquito bites like oh, three yeah. inches from his balls. Oh, I got a couple right on the left testicle. I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. It's tough out here in these shorts. Yeah. <laughs> but then also I got the uh, I got a work shirt on. So uh, and then a box logo, you yeah. know, on Just on the head. One of them. Oh, one of them. Yeah. I yeah. always keep box logos on me. I got two in the car right now. But, uh, yeah, like hype beast shit. shit jacked. Hey, it's a hype beast type of day. Well, you're, you do have a Supreme sticker on your deck lid. For fucks. Uh, and actually, you know what? I did the Kelly Blue Book on my Impala after I put it on there. $16,000. Can you believe I, that? I know. They have a, a little <laughs> box that says, do you have a Supreme sticker? <laughs> and they it's 500% markup. Yeah, they do the same thing for Hoonigan stickers, but it goes down. Right, right. Shout out. That car was dogged. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, somebody put a muffler on it. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm sort of jealous of it. I mean, not jealous of it, but guilty of it. Yeah. Yeah. You got a Hoonigan sticker on I your I do have a Hoonigan sticker on Oh, do you really? Yeah. But you know what, Jake, though? You're into stickers so heavily. It's just that honesty. You just wanted it, you know? Yeah. It's just because it's a sticker. It, I had to fit in. Put it on for yeah. a sticker, yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets peer pressure sometimes. Yep. All right, so I'm rocking <clears throat> the uh, New York to Paris. SBs sticking with the these are in heavy rotation. Yeah, I've worn them three times because they to work. I wore them, I think, to the fight the other night. Maybe that's why, maybe because I saw them at the fight. Too. Yeah, um, so I wore them today. These are the most comfortable ones I've ever had. That's it's because so cool. of the, the SB technology and the in the ankles, there's a lot more padding. People 
we're kind of we're kind of hating on the New York to Paris because they didn't because they made so many of them. But yeah. I still think it's a hot shoe. I like, like it. Like I said, I'm not a big Jordan One fan, but I like those. I like the pink on it. I think it's, uh, the laces to me set off the shoe. And then when the check wears, I'll put the hot. Those pink. aren't from the Travis Scott. No, the, Box, these no these can't. The Travis Scott ones are actual pink. These are oh. like a salmon, like a, well, the, that crimson tint color. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are fresh. These came with this that color, a gray pair, a black pair, and then a hot pink pair. Because the the so Nike they're check, all coming with multiple laces. Man? The exclusives, I think, and cool. maybe some of the the general releases. That's cool. Um, yeah. So uh, then a PlayStation Japanese tee. Love it. Got it at Forever Twenty One. Was just turned third tag. I'm too fat for easy. Or for Forever 21. See, I used to be like, I'm not telling people I got it. I, I don't give a shit. You don't give a fuck. Nope. Beautiful. You yeah. should. Oh so, my god. Is this real? Oh my goodness. Ye- the reflective Yeezys, guys. The, the V2 Blacks. The V2 Blacks, which dropped last week. I didn't get them. Wade got, got two pairs. Oh, he got two he, pairs of yes, reflectives? Of he, no, no, not okay, the okay. Oh, God. No, no, no. I don't I know anyone. Say I missed that. Yo, no, no, no. There, if I said that, there'd be a hit out on him right now. Uh, no. He got two pairs of the of the traditional black 350 V2, which, honestly, guys, it's pulling a lot from the Pirate Blacks, the original Yeezy, yeah, the V1. Nostalgia. It's very much just uh, trying to pull at the nostalgia. And, you know, all black shoes, you just can't fucking go wrong, which is why I bought the Vanta. Uh, overall, I mean, these are reselling for a decent price. They're uh, they're still going to be in that four hundred range if you go on StockX, you know. So if you got them, I'm sure you, you know, you just go, wow, only four twenty nine again from Stadium Goods, yeah. which notoriously overpriced. So I mean, I I like the shoe, but I wasn't hot enough on it to not spend money on my vacation. Oh, dude, look, you've worn three fifties. You get it. You got it out of your system. You know, like yeah. I mean, I I still have two pair or yeah, two pairs that I wear. Yeah. Decently. Exactly. Um, not much dropping soon that I'm super excited about. There is something coming. This isn't really a super exclusive. They're reasonably <clears throat> priced. Mm-hmm. June 27th, the, oh, the Nike Stranger Things collab drops part of it. And then July 1st, the other other three shoes drop. The Cortez is a bit of just like a cash grab to me. The Nike Cortez and the Stranger Things one. Because really all it is is the logo on the heel. Yeah. It's really kind of underwhelming. The, even um, well, All of them really are. But but you like the colors? I like. Well, I don't really so much like the colors. I mean, it's it's pretty basic. The orange. I, I wear a lot of black, blazer, so the black would offset with the. orange. Those are gonna sell out though. Yeah, this these are, that's the one I'm going for. Those are kind of cool. They're okay. And the inside has the Hawkins patch. Yeah. Like I I used to not like blazers because I didn't think they would look good on my foot, and then when I got the Earth Day blazers, I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy a pair of highs now and see how see I like what it's them. Like. Um, so I'm definitely going for that. I'm praying for you, dude. I hope you get a get a W. If I don't get those, I'm dropping and getting the Tailwinds because I'll wear those a lot. Tailwinds are classic, just running shoe. Yeah, they look clean. Well, that's that's what Forrest Gump wore, wasn't it? What was probably? It? I don't know that. Alexa, what kind of shoes did Forrest Gump wear? Which shoes? Espadrilles, shoe tossing, Oxford shoe, clog, and others. Yeah, Forrest Gump wore the Nike tail one. No, that's the no, Cortez. The Cortez? Why is okay. it in the Cortez? Yeah, it was the Cortez. I get, oh, when he was sitting at the bus stop. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it was the Cortez. Okay, in that classic like red and blue colorway. Yeah. I love Like those. the Kendrick-looking colorway. Right. Um, Cortez is a, a very West Coast shoe, though, so I've just never really... Uh, they look like bowling. I've bowling. said it a million times. They look like, like bowling, bowling shoes. shoes. I, actually, if, we could, if I could get a Cortez as a bowling shoe, I'd bowl even more. 
We need to go bowling. We do. When the fuck are we going bowling? Come find us when we go bowling. Yeah, dude. Uh, we're not telling you where we're going, but... Oh, uh, also, can we talk about the Supreme and Jordan 14s that dropped today? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, but also yeah, wanted them for the resale. Also, yeah. go up to them real quick. Did they have studs on them? Not really. Well, yes, metal studs, but not, like, pointy. It's just little dots. I kind of like it. That is hideous. The 14 is just disgusting to me to begin with. I'd wear it. Fuck. I am a hype beast. Sorry, guys. I'm admitting it. I would have bought that for the... I mean, I do... I got the moccasins and like them, but I would have bought that for the same... Like, okay. This is... You would resell those, right? Yes, those would be a definite flip. To me. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'd have to get a 13 because I wouldn't wear them. Yeah. Overall, these aren't going... I don't think they're going to resell for super high... To, to be real with you guys, it's uh, it's just not a desirable Jordan. I mean, right now, right now, and and always like the first day of a shoe release, I feel like they always go for a little bit more. Yeah, really, the first week. Wi-Fi is just struggling right now, um, but right now they're around three hundred dollars, and they were selling for two forty, which okay, oh, that's actually lower than I thought. Oh, you thought they would go? For I more? thought they'd go for a little more than that. Mm. They're. Uh, they're okay. I just I don't really know who could pull off the the stud. Like, this the is gonna be like a rap that... shoe. This is gonna be a rapper shoe. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna you're gonna see it in music videos, watch and Instagrams, and then the price is gonna go up. I promise you. Maybe that that looks like the people that would wear those probably get jeans from uh, what's that store? Oh oh, buckle. Yeah, buckle. buckle. A little bit. They definitely jeans. shop with buckle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like looking like Guy Fieri. <laughs> That's the kind of people that shop at Buckle. I kind of, I kind of, uh, I kind of want them just because it's a Supreme shoe, but I wouldn't wear it. Skip, you know, skip, 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 skip. Shout out to full size run. I, I was talking about the the uh, what's his name, the guy that's trending. Oh, Skip Bayless. Oh, Skip Bayless. I don't Shannon Sharp. Shannon. Uh, and he, the, you haven't seen the meme where he's just saying skip, skip, skip. Yeah, skip, I think skip. I have. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my, I've seen it as a GIF though. Yeah. Or GIF. Sorry. Ooh, I don't want to start that debate. Wow. GIF or GIF? GIF or GIF? GIF. I eat Peter Pan. What? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. That's the peanut butter of my choice. <laughs> all right. All right. What the fuck happened? You said GIF. Oh. That's what GIF is. GIF oh, is GIF, GIF is an electronic image. GIF is peanut butter. Uh, all right, let, let us know which one you say, GIF or GIF. Everybody's going to say GIF. Maybe, but there are some Jiffers out there. Yeah, and if shout out the Jiffers. If they say GIF, they're just trying to be a meme. <laughs> All right. Any any other things to add to uh, what you're rocking? No. No. All right. Uh, let's get into Skepta's album. Ignorance is bliss. Beautiful title. Uh, first of all, the last album that Skepta put out was Konichiwa. Jake, do you remember where you were when you listened to Konichiwa? Yes. We were riding in the in the classic 260Z headed to Charleston. It was lit. Uh, real friends, there's not many of us, you know? Right. So thank you for knowing yeah. that. That means a lot. That, that's before the, the that car even had a stereo. We had like home speakers like <laughs> sitting in the back with no air conditioning. It was hot. Yes. Do you remember? It I, was hot. I, I rode, we drove all the way. So we went to Folly Beach. It's about four hours from Greenville yeah. where we live mm-hmm. so we were going down there and I rode the whole way with my arm out the window it had like a terrible sunburn on my left arm and on my right arm can't see it white and hairless is not yeah, a good white, combo yeah you can't do that no um but yeah so that was a long time 
I didn't realize it was that. 2016. Okay, I didn't realize that was that big of a gap. Yeah, so he did put out an EP in 2017, but uh, I didn't really listen to it. To tell you the truth, I remember when we reviewed Kanika. Are we talked about reviewing it? I don't remember if we were. Maybe we, we didn't, we didn't review it. Review it. Okay, maybe we didn't, but I'm sure we talked about it. But uh, when, I, when I listened to Kanichiwa, I really loved it. I mean, you had Shut Down oh, on you, there. We, you talked about it on the one of the year end lists. Okay, he. A couple so years K- ago. Kanichiwa did make my year end. That was the same one that uh, Lead Poisoning, the Elzai album, I think was yes. on that list too. Oh, wow, dude. You're pulling from the. <laughs> from the deep dive right yeah. now, dude. You're doing a deep dive. But, yeah, so... I mean, Shutdown is probably one of the biggest Skepta songs that's ever been released. Uh, one of the biggest grime songs. And overall, when I... My my first impression of Skepta was... Yes, he's a grime rapper. Yes, he has a, a thick accent in his delivery. But his uh, his beat selection is, is really great. It plays to his strengths as, as a rapper, I believe. And also, his his accent didn't alienate me. But also, I'm bilingual. I have a mother who has an accent, so maybe maybe yeah. I'm just used to it more. I don't know. What did you th- you couldn't get down with Konnichiwa when we first listened? Not really. I liked it. It was a little more. I don't want to use the word hard, but it was a little more heavy hitting. Right on Konnichiwa, whereas this is a little more personal to me. I think. Um, this is not as much of a gr- of your typical grime sound, whereas Konnichiwa is more, I would say, of a grime rap album. This is a hip hop. This is like Dave, uh, yeah, sort of very topics, much. Yes, you know, very much like Dave. But I would say better. Yes, it, it's a it's a hard comparison because I'm sure there's other peers that are in like the lower tiers of these rappers. Uh, mm-hmm. We just aren't in tune to that. Right. So maybe we're comparing not apples. It's not apples to apples. It's apples to oranges. Well, they're both they're both rappers. They're both MCs, and, and I would say they're both kind of going for to compare the two, like UK hip hop albums that we've talked about this year. I would say Skepta is is better than than Dave. Right, but both both albums were great, and I think actually before before I'm too quick to say that the package of Skepta's album is a little, is better than Dave's. However, Dave's lyricism and his storytelling I think edges out. Skepta's a bit, yeah, a little bit. I think Skepta has a little bit of hype behind it for um, behind him from Americans because of the Drake cosign, right? I mean, obviously that was Drake has a distribution deal with uh, Boy Better Know, I believe. So uh, he, so he, I think his delivery is better than Dave's, I would say. But yes, Dave's storytelling and his concepts. I think edges out a bit. Yeah, and there were two things when in comparing those. When I was thinking about this, the production, I just am not a huge fan of the production. Really? Oh my god, no! I mean, That's technically, one of my favorite part. Technically, it's it's good, but it's just it's not gripping to me. It's not hitting you yet. I think maybe it's, not yet. I think you need more. I think you need more grime exposure. That, that may be that true. Would, I think that would help a lot because. Let me say. Let me say. I I criticized Skepta's uh, lyricism. However, this is going to be in my top ten of the year. Okay. Ignorance is bliss is a, is a phenomenal phenomenal album. A very pleasant listen. I think Bullet from a Gun, that that song in particular yeah. is my favorite production wise, and the storytelling. Skepta's always preaching this message of of getting back up, sort of uh, when you fall down, not really giving yeah. up on yourself. I thought it was a strong intro. Mm-hmm. For sure, very powerful, very powerful. And I, I, I put the production as average, which if you read through my notes, <gasps> no, if you read through my notes, that's a, that's a good 
overcome it. Yeah, so like you it, really hated some of the. No, tracks. I didn't hate it. I rated that track a seven. I, okay. I, when the production is average, what I mean by average is it's no, like nothing that I haven't heard before, or. There's one song the production I did not like. Um, it's just was it was average to me. It was I mean I've heard that before. I don't think I don't think so. I think the I think maybe you've heard it before. Maybe you've heard elements before. But the way it's it's structured, I think was was creative. But it also complemented the mood that Skepta was going for, which maybe that mood is being a bit that this melancholy, sad type of vibe is just kind of oversaturated at the moment. Yeah, you know. So and the beats are even a bit more sad than the the subject matter at times. I think like you said. I think I just need more exposure to it, but to grind. Yeah, yeah more time to listen to it. Uh, some different album. I th- I think uh, I want to make a grind playlist on. On Apple, to, for some people, because unless unless you're you're more in tune with the sound, in tune, if, in tune with the sound, and um, used to the if you if you can get over the the accent, Skepta's accent and his delivery, uh, it, this is a phenomenal album. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any issue with the accent. Okay, that's good. I, Danny Brown broke all like boundary for me because when Danny I first Brown, heard Danny I Brown, I was like, sometimes. "Jesus Christ! Like, right. why are you playing this for me?" And then I was like, "No, I can fuck with this." And now I can listen to it really in any mood. Triple Triple X is like one of your favorite mixtapes of yeah. all time by far. But that he broke down all like accent or like sound barriers for your voice, um, for me at least. So yeah, the accent never really played a part. I think, like you said, just. Being more in tune with that type of music, the production quality, right. it just sounded normal. Like it just sounded like loops to me. I don't know. I, I, I'm into more of like the live instrumental, but I don't know. You're more into live instrumentation in the projects. The, for me, what I pulled from or elements was, of right. live instrumental. For me, what I pulled up, what I pulled from the production on here was it was definitely more inspired by like Euro club music. You know, like the. The drums, the even like the synths that that he's right. using sound more like something I would hear in Europe, uh, more so than in like an American crowd. Also, some of the uh, some of the sampling reminded some of the drums. I think hit kind of like mid two thousands kind of rap still. Yeah, I had one track. I think I wrote that as a note actually. Yeah, which I think that was what Konichiwa was track twelve holding back. Uh, gangsta, gangsta. It, okay. It was a very throwback, like early mid two thousands. That start, yeah, especially. But then you heard that whoop whoop. Yeah, that sounds like something that you'd hear on more of like an EDM track. Yeah, there was one the the biggest production that I like the the track that had the best production for me was the last one. Well, Pure Water is an incredible yes. ending to an album. The the row 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 your boat thing yes. was dope as fuck. Right, yeah. I think Pure Water was a, was a great way to end the album. But to go back a little bit, Animal Instinct, that track to me is the most uh, American inspired track that I had heard because the the uh, the feature on there, Lancey Foe, he sounded a, a bit more like a, a typical, a, almost kind of like a young thug. A bit if you go back and listen to that one. Oh, yeah, Animal Instinct. Yes. Was, <laughs> you, you so say? you said that was one of the better produ- produced songs? No, no, I would say it was like American inspired. Okay. Yeah. That's about <laughs> you, remember, you know in, in the office when Michael says, Nope, don't like that. <laughs> that was instantly what I thought at the beginning, but it got better at the end. Right. Um, 
Do, so you like the feature on there? I like the feature on it. Cause I do think that one, like subconsciously, when I was hearing it, I was like, man, this sounds like something I could hear like Gunna on. You know? I want to play this right here. And okay. And you yeah. tell me who you think of. Okay. The the singer at the beginning. Okay. Love that little. Let me skip. Oh, in the night time. Yeah. X. Yeah. X. Let's let's play this. I know it's not really exact. It's there. No, it's there. The it, way he's saying dark side. This is what I thought. Mm. <laughs> A bit. Just like I, like the cadence of his voice and the pronunciation, yeah. I was like, that's very absolutely, absolutely. I, I I mean, I heard it immediately, and I the first time I heard it, I was like, that. this is very X sounding. And then as I listened to it, like the third, fourth, fifth listen, I was like. That's that kind of is the melody and the the way that he's saying the words sound a lot like arms around you. Mm, I like that. I like that. The, I did I, that. I did make a note on that one that the production or production was a lot better on right. that one. His one liners though are painful at times. Skeptas, I get hard like a wee fanatic. <laughs> that no, I'm the, so sorry to my to our UK listeners. We're so disrespectful when it comes to the accent. We're just joking, but I really do have a terrible hit UK accent. I won't do it again. I'll try not to. <laughs> but what would you say? He, the one line where he says, How can I bless you when you didn't sneeze? Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a chocolate drop one liner. Who knows who chocolate drop is? Who's the real hip hop fans? That's Kevin Hart's rap know. man. <laughs> That's a Kevin Hart bar. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the some of the rapping in grime, I think, is is still dated. Dude. Well, that, it still has a lot of catching up to do. And I get like the the slang used in Europe is way different than the slang used. Well, that here. was just a corny line, though. Maybe I don't know. How it can I bless you? You didn't. No, that's that's corny. It was corny to me. How can I bless you? You didn't sneeze. And he had the other one where he's like, he says something like thirty eight beside my crotch. <laughs> I mean, uh, who was it? Twenty one Savage has said some such shit. That I would that I would put uh, in there. I would say the same thing yeah, about twenty sure. Oh oh, young thug saying he puts that that brack in his brack. Young thug wink, wink. is unmentionable. He's a god. I put that crack in my crack. I put that you, brack in my brack. That shit was crack. Yeah, and he also that? said smoking on penises. Yeah, no homo. Yeah, but he said no homo. <laughs> yeah, because the worked when Lil Wayne said and the it. Gates it. Also, yeah. he calls everybody baby and lover. Yeah, but uh, and I think legally he changed his name to sex, didn't he? I don't think he legally. <laughs> I don't know if he legally he did, tried. but he's going by it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, shout out back to Sex. To, back to Skepta. Thank you. Back to Skepta. Uh, the my favorite tracks on here were "Bullet from a Gun," where it's again, it's more of that inspirational sort of track. It's this album is very real and very gritty at its high points, but then at times it does have those kind of dips where, yes, the lyricism is is not always up to par. It's a little bit corny. That's why I said I think Dave is better. When you know he did that that full track, what was the name? That female, uh, it was a girl's name, on that album. I I can't think of the name of it right now. I don't remember either. But uh, it was it's a very long song. I think it's about nine minutes, and it's a concept, and it's a very powerful concept. Was it Leslie? Yes. Yeah, it's eleven. Yeah, you remember that one Mm -hmm. when he's oh, it was crazy. So I I don't think this is a genre thing. I think just Skeptim just has some corny lines, but. They don't, to me, they don't overshadow the positives. Also, every uh, every panel in the uh, cover art 
I believe is mentioned in some way in the album. Social media, the stress, and and you can see like stress. You can yeah. see love and relationships. He talks about that, keeping secrets. Uh, you know, fuck everybody. I guess in the beginning, and then you know, guns, the gun in the right corner, kind of violence. I think these are all explored in Ignorance Is Bliss. Yeah, out if you if we look at album art in comparison to Dave, I like this way better. Right, Dave's kind of looks cheap. It, it looks like something you make in like MS Paint. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. It, it wasn't a very good album art. Also, it looked like the Comethazine album art to me. Just like very like space together, looking. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of weird. Yeah. But, uh, not only were, were that, again, so the Skepta inspiration is there. But also, I think there are moments that are that are really hard, especially Red Rum. I enjoyed that song. I like that Key. one a lot. It, it, got, it scored an 8 for me. That was that's one of a higher, great track. That's, track. that's one of my favorite tracks. That was the track where he said 38, so, or something 38 beside my crotch. Right. It's just cringy to me. To Some me. Of it's somebody, cringy. I mean, yeah, to me. Somebody sure. may be like, I'm not going to say it next, but 38 yeah. beside my crotch. Yeah. And I mean, well, yeah, you, know I, that, you know that I'm part of, there. you know that part in uh, Giggs and Drake's song? Batman. See, like people, people made fun of that here, but he performed that live in the UK. And when I tell you that he had like, it looked like twenty thousand people just going like, and that it sounded like fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. So, again, some things are not going to hit us because we we're not as exposed to. Uh, UK rap, but again, to me, this is a very, very strong album, despite some of the some of the weaker, uh, weaker lines. Overall, I would I would definitely recommend this to somebody who is curious about grime rap and wants to maybe explore uh, UK artists. And I think now is the best time for somebody like Skepta because we have Latin yeah. artists, we have UK artists, we have. Uh, African artists mm-hmm. uh, now, so I think the American market is finally opening up to sounds from all over the world. Whereas before, it was like music was—I mean, really, we only exported our sound. We never really imported right, yeah, exactly. anything. So it's so cool to finally see, even though it can seem predatory and culture vulture at times, it, there is a lot of benefit to people to people like Drake collaborating with somebody like yeah, that. Absolutely, because he. I mean, if it weren't for Drake, these people probably wouldn't be getting the exposure that they're getting right. in, in the United States. Right. Skepta, I would argue, had hits in, and he was on Hot 97. Well, the internet helps that yes. a ton because Definitely. before, I mean, in the 2000s, right. we may have had this, but we would have had to purchase it online, get it shipped to us, yeah. or watch it on YouTube. Yeah. We couldn't stream it directly to our phones. So that makes it easier as well. Definitely. Also... It's uh this is definitely an album that I that I would recommend to somebody who's looking for more so a storytelling album, something a bit slower of a burn, not something that's like trap. You know, if you're if you're looking for something with just like catchy catchy hooks, yeah. I would go to Young Gravy. I would you know Yeah, if, if comparing these two. Right. I yeah. would, there's just a lot I would go to no, before no, Young course. Gravy. No, of course, but I'm saying just in, in the context of this of this uh episode, episode. Yeah. I would definitely go to Young Gravy. If you're looking for something just more fun, uh, what did you what did you rate it? I would give this I would give this an eight, okay. and for me that has to do with I, I enjoyed the production a lot, but I tend to trust you if you're saying it's a bit basic because you do have more exposure on the back end. You know I'm not necessarily always in my ears not always tuned to like 
what's difficult production yeah. and what's more basic. But well, I, I don't mean it doesn't really have to be difficult or basic. It, I just think you, it's got to like when I hear a beat, I it's got to catch me too. It can't yeah. just be the lyrics. Like you can't use one as a crutch and have mm-hmm. now it does work. Like Lil Pump has hard ass beats, but his lyrics are trash. Right. But to me, I either want it to be it's got to be balanced. Or you have to really exceed in the other, like mm. like Lil Pump right. is very good. Some people would argue that I mean, like MF Doom is a big like some people can't get with that production, but you can't deny the the lyricism there, right, regardless absolutely. of what. You, so it's, it's something's got to grab me, and it just really didn't to me personally. To, also, the reason why I would give this an an eight, and I want to say I would bring it down to probably seven point five. Because this, and that's still good enough to make my list, to be honest. Because again, my score can always change over time. But right now, I'll give this a seven and a half because the intro is very strong. Pure Water is a great ending. I would say Red Drum is a song that I would go back to. What do you mean? It's pretty good. Going through it, I enjoyed going through it a lot. Uh, Love Me Not is, is only. Is the only weak part. I enjoyed the singing and stuff, but in terms of the what he was talking about on that, yeah. one, I just thought it was really basic. That, that may be a, a UK pop. Uh, that one is more pop in general. I think that's a very pop. The concept of him, you know, being in a relationship with this girl and then she leaves him, kind of thing. Like, see, I, the only feature that I had heard of before was, was Key. Well, I, actually, I hadn't heard of Key. Oh, okay. Jay Huss from Dave's album, and then Wizkid. Wizkid's right. dope. I've heard we've we've heard him for a while. Love Wizkid. Um, what so, collaborated with Drake. Right. So some of these artists like Chev Robbie and B-Live, they may be, they may have a buzz I of their own. I wonder if they're UK. signed to Skepta. They might be too. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just need more exposure, I think. But I gave it a six. It, okay. got, a, it got a 6.3, so it got rounded down. I could see that. But it's a, it's a six. I, I said it had a few bright moments to me like there was I mean there's a good bit of notes in here where I was like the production is better on this I like the production better than the track before um but then I said that at times the production was horrible <laughs> horrible it was horrible 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 yeah no it just I wouldn't say horrible it, it just wasn't it, it didn't jive with me that's fair it's definitely every time I go into a grime album or I go into a UK rap album I go into it knowing that most people may not get it right away, but I think Jake, I I think you gave it a, a fair shot. You've always given it a fair shot, but also it's something. I you, could you recommend this album to somebody who is maybe curious about UK rap? Uh yeah. You would recommend yeah, it because, over over Dave's album. Yeah, would because you recommend Dave's album because I think Skepta has a bigger. I don't know, pop, hip-hop appeal. Mm-hmm. So I think somebody that may identify with other themes in hip-hop may identify a little bit more with, with Skepta over Dave to me. Oh, very cool, very cool. Well, that's all I have to say about Skepta's album. Again, I would I would recommend you guys give it a listen, and I'm going to give it even more time, and I, I'm, I think I'm going to bring it back up in the future, you know, if my score does change significantly. Yeah, if it's on, I'm sure it will be on the mid year for sure. So yeah, you can definitely, have, you'll definitely have the time to. Oh my it. goodness, dude! Soon, we could do it on my birthday. We should. That would be great. I'm turning 24 next week. I, I can't know, next year's 25 for me. That's like a milestone for, for both them, of I us. I guess <laughs> I can rent a car and not get raped. 
And by raped, I mean like they, it is like extortion. Oh, dude. It is extortion. Sorry I use that flippantly, but it is extortion to rent like, a car I was like, under 25. I was like, dude, what are you doing? To, like, you go to Enterprise and you just get. Yeah, you're I mean, right, essentially, you're, you get yeah. the shaft. Oh, you do. Also, $700 for one week. Yeah. You can't rent hotel rooms? Yeah, hotel rooms is 21. You're good with that. Oh, 21? Okay, cool. So what you been spinning? Oh, my goodness, man. I've been in like a time, like just kind of doing throwbacks lately, but really it's been, I sent you this. I was listening to The The Mouse in the Mask, Danger Doom. That's an adult swim release. Yeah. And it's... it's So Sofa King is so fucking funny. It's so good, dude. Also, uh, Joji from 88 Rising uh, dropped Sanctuary. There's a music video to that, dude. We, we need to watch this after, once we get out of here. And uh, The Best in the World EP, Drake's Tracks. Your old Drew, I don't know if you're yes, I've, him. Yes. You've been listening to yeah, Transportation? Well, I, I follow him on Twitter. Okay. He, he put out Transportation. And for those of you guys who don't know, your old Drew is a New York artist. He basically got popular at first because everybody thought it was Nas. Yeah. Everybody thought Nas was rapping under a different name. And then you see these guys. This, he's basically this Eastern European white dude who has a really gruff voice. Uh, he had a he had a collaborative mixtape with Wiki yeah. from Rat King, another uh, uh, rap uh, trio. But he has a, a mixtape with Wiki that we reviewed. A long ass time yeah. ago that I really enjoyed. I I think you did too. I did. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a bit more of a listen. I just started on it. The last track, the last album I did listen to, or that I listened to all the way through, was his self titled back in 2014. Yes. You remember that? This is phenomenal. Nutty Bars is on here. Droog's anthem. A lot. I would just recommend you guys go check out your old Droog. Check out his self titled uh, for sure. Definitely. And he follow him on Twitter too. He's so funny. Oh, I don't have Twitter. I don't. Twitter he may be on Instagram. I don't know. Maybe so. And the uh, last thing was a uh, little B Blue Flame <laughs> Wonton Soup, baby. Living up the old high school days. So obviously, Young Gravy, right? And uh, Skepta. I brought back a Donald Genesis. We talked about him, I think, on the last episode, not the Drake episode, but the last live episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Donald Genesis, so I went back. I think I told you, you no, know, you can go back and listen to it. So I went back. Deleted it, re-added it, so it would be in my like facade records. Facade records EP. Uh, the two tone do rag is a phenomenal intro, and they're all short for the most part. The third track is is a good almost five minutes, but the rest are pretty short. Sweet. Uh, the Craig Zen album, Broken Kids Club. He's members only member. Um, the YBN Corday song that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. The the song Pop Out by Polo G. Right. Uh, there's a remix to it which is actually better than the real song which tends to be that way is with Baby and Gunna a lot of chemistry on that track drip too hard when I listen when I start <laughs> sorry <laughs> when I first started listening to Mac DeMarco when I heard his voice and his sound I was thinking to myself I have heard this before and I cannot figure it out listen to the vocals here shout out to Pink Floyd Dark side of me. That is so Mac DeMarco. Yeah. Which he uh, he mentions that he records it analog. All his right. equipment is analog, and it makes sense because that's probably the tech that was around for Pink Floyd yeah, too. Absolutely. So he's definitely going for that aesthetic. 
And uh, even you're right, that delivery, that more creepy, eerie kind of delivery definitely matches Mac DeMarco. Um, I love that you're listening to so much Mac DeMarco. It touches my heart. Um, (laughs) My playlist, uh, Rip Young Legends, it's just a a mix with Pete, Mac, and X. What's your your handle on Apple Music? It is HLH Jacob. That's right. Yeah. HLH Hockum. Been listening to the members only mixtape. That's going to be on my mid year, I think. I haven't gone back to it. Go back to it. It's, okay. Uh, I listened to it before the mid year. I've still been spinning the baby on baby thing. It, there's some days it hits me. Have and you I'm, seen I'm the riding. music video yes. for Suge? Yeah. What? Dude, that was like a hype Williams classic kind of rap. That that made me respect the song a hell of a lot more. That see, it's weird. It hits me different at different times. Like I'll be in the car, I'll be like, yeah, bumping to it. And like we, I spoke about, he's a Charlotte, so he's he's a local artist. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I can't help but feel a little bit like I'm rooting for him sometimes. Yeah. Even though I wasn't too crazy about the whole project, but should guys, if you haven't seen the music video, please go check that out. So the Drake singles and then the Two Chains essentials all day. <laughs> I love that. Two Chains is my father. Yeah. Yeah, probably so, huh? I wish he was. <laughs> I, Two Chains is one rapper. I've said this for a long time. Two Chains is one rapper that I think I would enjoy like having a conversation with. He because he'd be so blasted though. Well, he'd just be high as hell. He's very open about like he's he's a very smart guy, but he kind of plays up his persona of like this cracked out drug rapper. Right, right. And he really is very intelligent. And if you watch interviews, he's very coherent. He's he's very... His music is very intelligently put together. Like, pe- yeah. it's not thrown together. If you listen to a 2 Chains record, go back and listen to the fucking free bass mixtape. Then went you. the iPhone oh, XS Max Light Flex. <laughs> XS. I don't need it. Yeah, XS Max. Ma- oh. Yeah. It's the big boy. For the big boy. He doesn't pay for it. <laughs> You listen to the best podcast, not Big Boy. <laughs> not the shit on Big Boy's neighborhood. Big Never. Boy's probably Big Boy's my Never favorite radio Big personality. He's hilarious. Uh, but no, Two Chains. I, I feel like he would like he'd be a good one to talk to. Two Chains. I think J Cole. I think would be relatable. I want to talk to Kanye. All I want to say to Kanye is like I would just say thank you. You'd probably kiss him. I wouldn't no because. Like a mob kiss, like on the cheek. No, I've I've thought about it because there was an opportunity. <laughs> no, I've thought about kissing Kanye. That, that's a media clip that they take. That's that's a paparazzi like. This just in: Jacoby yeah. K admits to wanting to kiss Kanye. Let's find out on this new episode yeah, of TMZ. A, yeah, that's a Snapchat pop up for or sure. Fucking sure. No, but I thought about it because there was at one point an opportunity where I knew somebody that could have introduced me to to Kanye. That was crazy. Yeah. It's the... It, I won't go into it. But anyway, I had an opportunity yeah. to maybe... It was not... It was, I mean, it was a long yeah, shot. Yeah, don't flex. But I thought about it. Like, right. I was like, what What do I say? Like, what do I say? Like, at that point, I was still kind of messing around with music. Somebody was like, show me your music. I'm like, no, I'm not. I would not do that to any rapper. I'm pretty sure I told you that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but I really thought about it. I was like, what do I say? Right. Thank you. And yeah, thank you was like I just wanted. To, I was gonna tell That's him like it. thank you, like, thank you, everything. Um, but no, I, I think Two Chains would be a good rapper to have a conversation with. Um, Earl, Earl Swisher. No, you don't think so? I'd talk to nah, bro. He, I mean, that's another one. I would be like, thank you. Like, he's just such a weird guy. I think, and I don't know, like, what what would we have in common with Kanye or Earl? I I would. I get weird, dude. Yeah, but you can't go up to an artist and be like, you can't I be like, fucking can. He's, you're gonna look at you're gonna be like what the fuck is oh god yeah. fuck another one yeah like I, I just wanna I know they wanna be treated like humans so I'll go I'll to Kanye them. with the 700 like an earphone and I'll be like yo Kanye 
Thanks for the sneaker, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I just that that's all. Like, you see all the paparazzi. You have a lot shit. of admiration for him, so you're just like, thank you. I mean, any celebrity. Yeah. Well, like, not any. I wouldn't just. I, I don't. I would try not to like gush at any of them. No, no, not gush, but like treat them like humans. You yeah. Know? Like Travis, uh, Travis is one of my favorite no, artists. Travis, I couldn't talk to. I would not want to meet Travis. Have I wouldn't you, want to meet Tyler. Have you ever seen? Oh, because I feel if that I dude's meet Tyler, an I'll cry. That dude's an asshole. Yeah. Do you I'll remember cry. the people at Zoomies on that field trip that said they got to meet him and said he was a dick? Yeah, they said which that was in like the the loiter squad right. days, but he was a total douchebag. Like ASAP Rocky. What are you going to talk to about? With I mean, he's just these, all of these guys are like okay. they're so removed from like yeah. our daily lives. Yeah. Like it's hard. Travis, to, I wouldn't be able to look in the eye. Why? I I he influenced like his uh, days before rodeo. Pretty much is like I want that playing at my funeral. Um, so if I'm if I met the man who like you know the song are you going to be yeah are you going to be dropped into to um, the skies are gray. The skies are gray. Okay. Ooh, no, I would pick um. No, I'd pick something. Quintana. Like oh, if you guys don't have me posted up like like this, and then just like Quintana playing, he, he looks like a grizzly bear. That's the that's the <laughs> form he's like. That's the pose he's doing. <laughs> Straight from Hands Mexico, call a Quintana, and make all my exes look at me, and then just shove me into a grave pit after it ends. That'd be crazy. Yeah. God damn. Right. I do love that song. Mm. What you got for the good note? Uh, honestly, man, I just want to say I've been getting better mentally, like just do more focusing on myself. Then that's been, that's been great. So, and, and it's helped and it's been a big part of it has been thanks to family and friends. So keeping, keeping friends close, keeping family close, true family. And You've friends. been listening to views. This oh, man yeah. wasn't lying. He literally just quoted a song track. Oh yeah. Keep the, keep, keep keep friends. the family close. Yeah. Keep the family close, bro. Yeah. I'm a little bit in my Aubrey bag this past week, you know. See you in the Bay, Aubrey. That was the best (laughs) highlight of the finals. That was great. KD. KD. No, that's good. My my good note parallels that. Yeah. Um, We we already mentioned X and how yesterday was one year since he he passed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I put up a thing on my Snapchat just like kind of like thanking him. Because the album seventeen right. was so like instrumental to the last year and a half of my life, it'd have been difficult without it. I think. Yeah, it it's a it's a very tough album. And to I think put that's on, that's where the split is with people that like are like, ride are for question. X. Well, I don't even think that the people that ride for X and then the people that like on our Instagram we saw this. The people that kind of use them as a meme. About that one. We're not no, talking. but they kind of the people. There's two kind of groups. Yeah, the people that know about them through the meme and through the the internet. I saw some afterwards. Like horrible. I saw a horrible meme of like somebody took like the picture of him. You're gonna laugh, so I'm not gonna say it on there. But uh, it was just like sh- it was a shitty joke. It was gr- it was just kind of yeah. Go- I've seen him for number. Yeah, you see him. So there's people that know him for both reasons, and I think the people that ride for X have the same experience we did. Like there was real parallels in what he was talking about and what people like what we were going through. Right, absolutely. And it was it was this feeling. Especially, I mean, songs like Jocelyn Flores and and. Um, that um, depression and obsession to me hit hit so yeah. hit so hard hit so hard to this day and 
X's passing is something that's going to be remembered in hip-hop forever. Uh, I'm very excited for this documentary to come out to maybe clear up some of the misconceptions of X as a person. Perhaps people will get to see more of what we saw in him there, as more diehard fans. There was, there are rumors that an album will follow the documentary. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because they did say they had two albums done when Skins came out. Right. Even though I wasn't I'm a hoping, huge fan of Skins, I'm hoping they put all more of the finished stuff on that next one. This is what I would, lo- I would love to see, is them take those two albums, trim out the stuff that... Put train track on. Yes, train track like songs on yes. it, and maybe drop a few off and hold those yeah. for a while. Yeah, maybe. And put out one good like last album. And right. don't. I mean, I I know that they're they're trying to make money for his estate, but if one good like last ending note. Right, right, right. It. I I'm excited to see to see what this documentary has to offer, and of course, we will we'll discuss it on here. Uh, but rest in peace to X and uh, Lil Peep and all the legends that we've lost. Yeah, absolutely. In the past year, been it's been a very tough, tough, tough year for hip hop. You know, it almost feels like that. One of, one of X's associates got shot in the head. I forgot to mention that in the news. Uh, Sieg Lizzy, I think, is his name. Yeah, he got shot in the head. Is yeah. he alive? Yes, he's alive. Wow, wow. What Happened yesterday. Pressure, pressure. Sieg Lizzy. Coincidentally enough, Sieg Lizzy's. Yeah, really? that's not name? shy Glizzy. No, no, no. C, yeah, C yeah. Glizzy. Um, yeah, I heard about that. That's that's pretty wild. But. Oh, are they saying what? Somebody said C Glizzy dead. It may have just been rumors, but he's 16 years old, bro. Yeah, he was only si- He's only 16. He's hospitalized. That, yeah. Okay. That's so all they have it so just far. says they were linking X's death to him, and that's why I think maybe we were seeing death in wow. the articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, it was a, a year to the day. That's crazy. That's freaky. Yeah. That's very freaky. That's you know what, man. I can't go into that. I can't go into that. But numerology and numbers all have meanings in this world. Watch the movie Twenty Three with Jim Carrey if you haven't. If you haven't, you I need to watch. It. That is phenomenal. Okay. Okay. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. You heard it here. Yeah, you guys heard it here first at Hooks Lines and Hip Hop. Rest in peace to X. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love y'all so much. Uh, you know. Like and subscribe and uh, tell oh, your bro, friends. Oh, bro, we got that us. at the end. We got it at the end. I know, I know, I know. But I like to put the Dude, human touch. a Supreme Patty video. I know. I can't help myself. I'm all about James watches accessories, earpods, <laughs> STDs. Swipe up. Swipe up. Take the L in the boxing. Oh, God. oh yeah. Shut up. Fuck Supreme Patty. Uh, ah, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. He's he's kind of high. He has a song with Melly. Check that out if you haven't. <laughs> Check that out if you, you haven't. Com- Until next time. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support. And until next time, see